0: Thanks for tuning into this episode. BBB presents The Crown's Point, featuring Don Ledman and Quincy Barrett, co-owners of Crown Point Remodeling. BBB's Sarah Kemmerer talks with Don and Quincy about the importance of ethical contract work in an expensive market. Great. Don and Quincy, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.
0: So as our listeners know, I start out every episode by asking, what is each of your favorite small businesses? (laughs)
2: <laughs> Our own, of course.
0: <laughs> That's a fair answer. Cool. So let's go ahead. Let's dive in. Um, first, can you guys tell me about Crown Point Remodeling? Uh,
1: we are a home improvement company. Uh, we established two years ago, uh, Don and myself. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, what we do is we try to basically Sit with the homeowners, try to assess their needs, and then really just do what we can to help them instead of going in as a a sales approach Mm -hmm. uh, on a one specific thing. We do really, we kind of specialize in needs assessments Yeah, and then going from there, doing it a little bit backwards instead of saying, Hey, we're a roofing company or Hey, we're a whatever. We just try to see if it's something that we have a team that we can help them with. We're confident in helping them with, then we look at their needs and then just kind of go
0: from there. What's like the most outrageous request that you guys have ever been asked to do or contract for?
1: Hmm. I don't want to say outrageous. We get a lot of, uh, or not a lot, but we get um, like foundational stuff mm-hmm. on people's homes or or structural stuff, and
2: which we don't do necessarily right. sometimes. So uh, yeah. you know, but sometimes people have interesting ideas right. about how they want to turn it back into an addition or something crazy like well you can't just build up or a second level in your house like it's not that easy
0: you say hey wait a minute let's yeah let's assess what's going on here and then go from there right so well and you mentioned that you guys opened less than two years ago in january of 2019 what made you want to open the business in the first place
2: well i was already in the industry he was in the industry Uh, We've known each other for about 10 years, and it was just really a collaboration of efforts throughout the years. We've worked with each other on different projects, and it's kind of hard to find reliable contractors, Mm -hmm. so we knew each other, and we knew how we both operate, so we decided, you know what, why not join forces and, you know.
0: Let's go for it. Yeah, right. Yeah. How did you come up with the name of Crown Point Remodeling?
1: Focus group. Seriously. <laughs> group oh, of that's friends. so cool. No, it was, it, was, it was definitely. Oh, that was uh, a joke. <laughs> that went right over my head. Oh,
0: yeah, we did poll on Facebook.
1: <laughs> no, we literally sat down and um, it was a group of friends. We were just talking and throwing ideas and names and. Uh, Don. Neither one of us came up. No, nope. Crown Point Remodeling. <laughs> Somebody else did. So yeah, but it it stuck, and we ran with.
0: It. Said hey, let's go for it. Yes, that's awesome. Um, so Don, I know that you were active in the military before opening Crown Point Remodeling. Um, what was your position or rank in the military, and what was it like transitioning from like active military to full time business owner?
2: Well, it's definitely definitely a different transition. Yeah. Um, I was a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps, and uh, it's a long story, but I I got medically retired early, and uh, it was time for a new change. So everything happens for a reason. Sometimes the man upstairs got a different plan than I do. So Mm -hmm. uh, I thought I'd still be in the Marine Corps at this point. Uh, But, anyways, yeah, it was just one of those things when I got out. um, I knew how to work on houses, I've got a lot of tradesmen in the family. I could have gone the police route you know something like that mm-hmm. um, but it was it was either find something in the industry or you know go into the law enforcement and uh, when you get medically retired you've got uh, you've got some medical things that you know a law enforcement route necessarily isn't the best option mm-hmm. and I decided to rely on my knowledge of the industry instead of my body doing the everything in the industry right So it's kind of general contractor one of working out to be a better option.
0: Well, it sounds like, it sounds like, it sounds like such a tough transition. It's not like a common transition that you see um, with business owners.
2: No, it's definitely, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, military who do have businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the fortune 500 companies are actually run by former Marines so it's a, a little interesting fun fact a lot of people aren't aware of. Um, but but as far as transitioning at the time I did, when I did, how I did, that was all definitely unexpected. Um, so when I got out, you know, I just had to feed the family and I knew how to work on houses. So I started Go flipping from houses and uh, went from flipping houses to more project management and then into this.
0: That's how it happened. And do you have any recommendations for any veterans out there that maybe want to consider opening their own business? Uh,
2: absolutely. Um, yeah, if you're gonna, if you're going to do it, you know, find a good mentor. Uh, it's it's a, it's very similar to seeking out a mentor in the military to help, you know, one of those leaders that can help groom you. Um, you want to find a good mentor on whatever industry you go into, whatever mm-hmm. you go into in life, you know, nobody knows everything. So seek out someone to gain more knowledge from, um, experience and, you know,
0: be humble. Yeah. You know. You're constantly learning. I feel like you see new problems arise in the houses that you've never seen before constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that Crown Point Remodeling is also one of Cincinnati's great African-American-owned remodeling companies. So, Quincy, what has your experience been being an African-American-owned business? And do you have any recommendations out there for African-Americans wanting to open their own remodeling company?
1: Um, I want to say recommendations. Um, I've been Black my whole life, so I don't know anything else. <laughs> um. And if, the reality of it to me is, we don't want it to be crown point remodeling black company, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, if that was the case, it would be Quincy Barrett remodeling black company. And that's that's not the mindset. The mindset is for us to be crown point remodeling and stand on our own merit and stand on our own abilities and, um, we're, we wanna be the best at what we do and that's what mm-hmm. we wanna be known for. So that's kind of a I thought about that question. Um, is the industry, I wanna say under, underrepresented? Yes, yeah. ab- absolutely. Um, but that's just a knowledge thing. That's just an exposure thing. Um, so my only advice would be realistically it starts in it starts i don't want to say in high school is type of you know like schooling type of scenario yeah. um most people aren't told to go to school to get in the trades right uh we're all pushed to go to college which is fabulous obviously it's an option but it's absolutely. not all the absolutely. options out there absolutely this this wasn't something that i was ever told to you know when you grow up own a remodeling company, or when you grow up, be a roofer, like that was never, never the case. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just think it's exposure. Uh, Once we, once we get exposure and education, um, and then you can have that type of representation, you know, moving forward. But the opportunities in this industry are limitless.
0: Especially now, I think that, because you're right, it's not really advertised like in high schools, hey, go to go to trade school, go be a plumber, go be a contractor. They guidance counselors push college as hard as they possibly can, but that's you can make a lot of money in contracting, remodeling, and Absolutely.
2: you can go into the industry with less college requirements
0: and less educational
2: requirements. And exactly, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> right.
0: Um, well, and it's no secret that you guys are BBB accredited. Um, there's also a lot of other accredited contractors out there, I would, I think it's safe to say there are more accredited contractors than there are like restaurants or tattoo shops. So what makes your business stand out among the rest?
1: I mean, as far as accreditation, um, like you said, it's a lot of, them, and the reality of it is everyone isn't legit. If I, if Mm -hmm. I can say that correctly, politically correct.
0: Like ethical? Yeah.
1: yeah, that's what I, yeah. I
2: would say everyone doesn't necessarily have the best ethical practices. Um, the industry as a whole has quite a few complaints online. You can see,
0: yeah, I mean, so, that's yeah. A good. So we're for the me.
1: number, we're the yeah. number one complaint <laughs> yeah. industry out there, is contractors, and that's the that's the thing is finding when you find a, a great contractor like Crown Point Remodeling, and you have like-minded people such as Don and I, as far as the values of what we want to bring to the table and, and how we want the customer experience to go. Um, because number one, we not only are contractors, we're, we've you know hired other people before. Yeah, yeah you've all been. <laughs> Nobody wants to chase down the contractor to come and do the work at the right. house and or something goes wrong and they're nowhere to be found. So I think real reality is that's, that's what we want to make sure that we, we, we're we're not going to be, we're not perfect. We strive for excellence. We strive for perfection, but we're not perfect, but we always want to make sure at the end of the day, you know, we make sure we handle any, any situations that come up for us.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, what are some of those industry standards um, that people need to be aware of when they're looking for these, when, when they're choosing from their options on options of remodeling companies out there?
2: I mean, I would definitely recommend that you do your research on them. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's, uh, you know, something as simple as Google reviews or Facebook, you know, I mean, not necessarily because, Hey, my friend used this person, yeah. that's not necessarily a good way to do it. Or my, my brother is X, Y, Z. I wouldn't recommend just based off of, I know, a guy. I know somebody, I know like everybody knows somebody <laughs> that doesn't mean, you know, how good their work is or, or what type of person they are, you know, in a home. Um, but I would definitely, you know, do a little research on the company that you're, you're looking at. Um, it's, it's okay to ask for recommendations. I mean, referrals are great, but still once you get that referral, do your research, make sure that they are licensed, they're insured. Um, you know, any, anything specific to whatever, like photos, I mean, see if you get photos, um, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of do your research, you know, but with the tools that we have online now, it, it makes it a lot easier for homeowners to educate themselves and, and find out if a company is reputable, but then also have them out to your home. Oh yeah. Make sure that make sure you ask them questions or that they sound like they know what the heck they're doing. <laughs> you know, because uh, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people out there that they may have X, Y, and Z or they have a great salesperson, but that's all they know is sales. Right. They don't actually know how to assess your situation and kind of mm-hmm. make a recommendation. They're yeah. just there to sell you something they planned on Sunday before they got. It.
0: Well, and you guys aren't in a cheap industry too. I think you want to get what you're paying for. And sometimes if you want to get a quality um, quality guy out there, you may want to spend a little bit more money. So as you're getting these quotes, don't choose the cheapest one.
2: Yeah. I mean, and it depends on on the materials you do. I mean, right. a lot of the stuff, like our, our partnerships that we have, you know, with Owens Corning and Ella and Anderson, you know, LP, I mean, these are all premium products. So what we try to do is we try to offer, you know, premium products, you know, at a reasonable price. Um, By continuously using those products, we're able to get a little bit better discounts on some of the materials. But the main thing isn't the cost in those situations, it's Mm -hmm. the warranties and the, the products and the craftsmanship. So yes, there are ways to get things cheaper um that's for sure so if, if it's a budget i mean we can always try to work with someone's budget because we can put in other products yeah. um, but we can also work within a design it's just very difficult to work within a design and a budget right so you know it's just kind of what what works for them and you know how long you're going to be in the home and different things that you know we try to find out early on so we know we can make the proper recommendations
0: hmm and I, you've kind of mentioned it throughout this entire episode, but what does an ethical remodeling company look like?
1: Um, of course, I want to say crown point remodeling, but it's, it's, just more, it's more so of just do what you say you're going to do um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It's, it's communication. It's, a, it's, it's really a relationship. Um. Most homeowners once they find a great contractor, they want to come back to you again and again and again, which is a great thing. Yeah. And the reality of that is if you do what you say you're going to do and even if something happens, as long as you communicate to the homeowner, hey Mr. Smith, such and such happened, this is what we're going to do. You get ahead of it, they're going to they're fine with that. They're not going to lose it you know, onto on you or anything like that, just because something happens. But it's those it's those companies out there that don't do that, mm-hmm. that try to cut corners or not use certain material or not build a job to code or, you know, stuff like that. Those are the unethical practices that we see very often uh, where we have to come in and clean up someone else's mess. It happens all the time. Yeah. Um, but that goes back to, like Don said, as far as do your homework. Um, even, even on whatever project that you're, you're, you're looking at YouTube or, or social media is a great tool. The internet has everything on it. So look at your project before you even look at your contractor and then find your contractor. So you can kind of educate yourself as well Mm -hmm. on what your expectations are. Um, but like we said, as far as ethical, it's just do what you do, what you say you're going to do.
0: Just stick to your word. That's, That's simple. simple. Awesome. Yeah. Well, lastly, where can um, people find your business at, whether it's online or in person?
2: Uh, www.cpr.build. It's B-U-I-L-D. It's it's industry specific. It's not a dot com. So a lot of times people put the dot com at the end. It's just www.cpr.build.
0: I think and would be a different <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs>
1: And we, we have two great locations, one here in uh, Blue Ash and the other one in uh, Bellbrook. Bellbrook, Ohio. So we service the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area, as well as uh, the greater Dayton area.
0: Awesome. Well, Don and Quincy, thank you so much for sharing your business stories today. I had a really great time talking to you. Thanks for Thank much. you. Appreciate it. I'm Sarah Kemmer with your local Better Business Bureau, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of BBB Presents. Until next time, connect with BBB Cincinnati on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to check out local businesses and do your part by leaving reviews at BBB.org.